hello, and welcome to the Jeep Life Podcast. We're a podcast where we celebrate that Jeep life and we live it like nobody's business all the time. And, you know, it, it doesn't matter what we're doing, we're keeping it up. And I know, man, it's been, it's cold and I'm not a fan of the cold. So I'm not as Jeep lifey as I normally am um, because normally I'm top down and even going out and working on it a little bit today, it was cold. So I have my people who were <laughs> kind of born and raised here and are used to the cold. So I've got the, yep. I'm able to live through them. Bill, how are we doing? Um, I wish the skiing was a little better today, but, uh, burning rubber in Weiss's parking lot was a lot of fun. <laughs> really? I don't know. I mean, they just kind of spin when it's wet out. Uh, that's, any type of moisture, they just spin. That's true. That's true. Whether it's one or both or, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so skiing all weekend, um, having some adult beverages. Yeah. And now you're on with us. Yeah. You know, I love it. It's a lot of fun. I love it. Um, fun had by all. Man, you've done some. You you figured out a secret this week for the buggy. Didn't I discovered you? chemicals. Chemicals. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Billy starts to stare off into space. Just uh, we'll, we'll reel him back in. Don't yep. worry. Yeah, I, I I went over to to see him while he was working. I wear the, a whole mask, and it's and like the garage yeah. is wide open, and I I, I get about nine feet it, toward the garage, not even <laughs> in the garage, and I'm like, whoa. That's strong. <laughs> Billy don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, don't no no matches anywhere near well, that. I walked into Home Depot and I said, When I want your like harshest, strongest paint remover, thinner, anything you got, like melt anything. Yeah. And he was it, like it worked well because it's like down oh to my, the bare yeah. metal. He was like this. He was like, What are you taking it off of first? I said, go I'm, into, taking, like, I'm taking paint off of metal. He said, Okay, so you're not worried about the metal. I was like, nope, just, and it removes everything. So did he like go into that cabinet marked radioactive? <laughs> Basically. Yeah. It, it, it's got its own little hazmat <laughs> unit <laughs> yeah. built into it. And it's like a gel. It's not really. Yeah. A, I've liquid. used stuff like that for wood before. Yeah. The gel, the strip doors mm-hmm. and stuff. It, yeah. I killed it on all the tubing. It was. Yeah, it really did. Yeah. looks great. It, it's a lot easier than, than sanding everything. Yeah. 90 it times. It doesn't take off monster liner though. No, no, nothing will. No, and, and what, your winch plate and and that is yeah, is that's that because that's powder coated, powder coated, yeah, or like a texture coat. Texture it, coat. It started coming off, so I gotta like just let it sit. Like liner, the problem with you can't even grind it off. You just clog pads. Yeah, yeah. you know. It's, um, yeah. the like Brillo pad looking ones. Yeah, they're like about yay thick. Right. Yeah. They have, they take it off There's, really well. I think it's a, like a 3M pad. It's yeah. Like a nylon. Yep. yep. Yeah. But nylon, it also throws it out. It, it yeah. doesn't keep it in the pad. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it evacuates it. It, it does. <laughs> Look at Don with all like the fancy it. I like words. It. Um, From an engineering standpoint. <laughs> <laughs> Which, by the way, we will have t-shirts made that say, well, dot, dot, dot. From, From an, an engineering, engineering standpoint. standpoint. <laughs> I love dot, it. Dot, that, dot. that other that other voice that you're hearing on the air is um, my good friend Don. Don, how you doing? I'm doing really good, man. I I spent some time with you this yeah. week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yep. Turning wrenches as you normally yep. do for yep. me. We uh we got your we got one of the jeeps fixed up. Uh, ish, ish, yeah, ish. yeah. We got a little bit to finish yet, but uh, we got one fixed up. The Honda's almost done, so I got a set of race lands for it, and I'm looking for a set of rotas if anybody has any out there, and the turbos are on. Yeah. The rear axle's in it, and, you know, hey, I did it again. Uh, <laughs> did what? The wrong podcast. Oh, yeah. yeah. Wrong he, podcast, wrong time he, zone. He, he drifted right into that yeah. other podcast. Got a drift on the sideways. So I did there. <laughs> you can't drift a front-wheel drive car. I told you, I converted it to rear-wheel drive. There's a yeah. rear axle in it now. Yeah, you should have paid attention a couple Where episodes back. Yeah. Um, I, you what know, happened and, to low and slow? Well, we, we go slow. <laughs> <laughs> I, I when I sit down in that thing, man, I feel like I'm actually about four feet underground. Yeah, and my head is just it literally is, it running is right. Up. It, it is so really low, low, and it's going to get a little bit lower. So. Yeah, yeah. But no, I um, yeah, we 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 worked on the Liberty. Yep. Saturday and and, and we uh, we need to do we need to do a little love on on mine too. We do. We yeah. do. What's wrong with so yours? We're still not shifting right. It's, oh, yeah. So That's the codes good. are. Man, we 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 got to get the scan tool out and the. Yeah, do a little deep dive. Yeah, dig deep. Yeah, yeah, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. 
no worries. Um, I do need, I'm, I'm remiss. My daughter's out there watching uh, with some friends of hers, and I just wanted to say, hey, have fun. Not too much fun. And oh, They um, have off tomorrow. tomorrow they do I mean, have off tomorrow. You know, it's so weird because I have to work. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm a, I took the whole week off, so I'm, I'm going to do some projects. And, and, and the worst and part about it is, is uh, my boss, his son is on the ski team as well. Oh, uh, so... Um, so I saw him today, yeah, yeah, and I was like, "Yeah, we were talking," and he was like, "Oh, I'll be up here tomorrow." I'm like, "Oh, nice. I'm gonna be working for you right, right, tomorrow, right. exactly. <laughs> Unless, Unless <laughs> I could just go skiing with you, <laughs> with you, right?" <laughs> um, and. I believe I have a guest on hold. Is that, We do. Can you introduce our guest? I can. So our guest that we have coming on tonight is Brian Sterner. Brian is a, he's been a, a Jeep tech at Sands Brothers in Quakertown for, I'm going to go for. Sleep it a on, long let me do, time. Let me, yeah, it's like 12 or 13 years. Okay, yeah. I'm sure he'll correct us. I, I'm, I'm not exactly <laughs> sure. But uh, um, does a lot of stuff there at Sands, does a lot of their Jeep stuff. Um, also stuff, stuff, stuff. also, uh, that's the technical term I related think, Related right? to Mike Rauch at OK Four Wheel Drive, oh, okay. so that's his dad. Cool. Um, and I've known Mike and Brian for a long time. Brian's a great tech and, and, uh, so he's going to talk to us about some stuff. That's yeah. awesome. Welcome to the show, Brian. How you doing? Good. How are you guys? I'm good. So you're you're now on the video cast. So stop picking your nose. Don't do anything that <laughs> <laughs> that you shouldn't be doing. Um, or maybe do. We'll we'll raise the caliber of the show. I don't know. Um, but it's good to have you on tonight. And we're going to run through our normal stuff. And then I think we've got a whole topic ready to um, to go with you. Um, I like that awesome. sign in the background. I know. I know. Really it, nice. it looks great, doesn't it? It would look really good in my garage. <laughs> <laughs> hint, hint, nudge, nudge, <laughs> wink, wink. So if you have another one laying around, Brian, I love yeah. it. I love it. Um, so we um, we ha- we do have an updated store, and I'm going to be working with um, Shattered Dream Designs this week um, to maybe update a few more items. We're looking at get a uh, new T-shirt. Mm-hmm. Um, the well from an engineer from an standpoint. Engin- <laughs> engineering standpoint. Um, done. So go to, go to our link tree and find our swag button and buy some swag that really helps us it's, out. It's right under the website button. Yeah. So if you click the website, you can go to our swag store by clicking another button, but yep. I'm just saving you a click, saving you a step. Yep. So make sure to go there. Um, it's cool stuff. It, everything there is just awesome. I love it. Yeah. And they have good stuff. So. Real good, real good stuff. Um, stuff. Speaking of stuff, um, we're going to give found away a some... For, found a name for this episode. Just <laughs> stuff. Um, we're we're going to give away some stuff. Yeah. So we got another giveaway going for our 500 subscriber. Um, what we're going to do is same as our last giveaway. Gonna Once we hit 500 subscribers, we're going to take all of our subscriber list and it's... I'm going to go to a random number generator and generate a random number. Because that's what it does. That's what it does. <laughs> and then I will count through the list, and that person is our winner. Nice. Nice. So, I, we, and our last winner was Steve Ide, yep. which he's getting an awesome swag bag from the Jeep Life podcast. Yep. So. And you can get yours, too, um, but still go buy stuff. Um, that contest, right now, push, push pause on the podcast. If you're watching live... We give you permission yeah, to to go not hit pause because you can't, but just open yeah. another tab. Yeah, open another tab. Go to go Instagram to YouTube. or YouTube, rather YouTube. And if you are not subscribed, go hit that subscribe button and hit the bell too, so you get notifications when we release new stuff. Yeah, we've got new stuff coming. <laughs> We're working on new content. All these episodes get uploaded, so if you miss it, um, it's a great way to um, to see it. And. Um, let's go down here and we're going to read a review that we got this week. I'm so excited. I got another review right now. Oh yeah. Yep. The lighting looks good. The lighting looks good. It does. It changed everything. I, I think, you know, um, it, once we added these, it kind of, Oh, it's, it's, I feel like I'm getting a suntan while we're talking here. Well, I kind of need it. It's winter time. I know. Right. Um, but here's a, a cool review. 
And Don, I don't know if you have it up or not. If you don't, I'll go ahead and read it. Go ahead. Yeah, I don't um, have it up anymore. It's from Civil Warrior 37. Um, new to Jeep with a JT, and this podcast has great information on products and real trail stories. Yeah, we, we try to we try to get out on the trail as much as we can, we right? We do. Um, matter of fact, I'm going this Thursday, hopefully, knock on wood. Um, great job. Thanks for all the entertainment. Started listening at episode one on our trip to Death Valley in December and just caught up. Awesome. That's a five-star review. Got another review, too. Yeah? From... Tell me about it. Jerry Palmer. Jerry Palmer. Which, it was just a message on Instagram saying, great podcast, and then he sent a whole bunch of pictures of his awesome TJ, I think. Yeah, that's a TJ. Yep. So. Oh, that's awesome. sweet. Yeah, he's got three pictures of... That he sent us, right, I think, um, if I remember correctly. Um, so that's, we, we love that. Um, it it kind of re-energizes us it when does. we see it, that. It gets you pumped up a little it bit. Does. And lets you know that there's people enjoying it on the other side. Yeah, because yeah, so. we do this every Sunday, and, and preparing for it sometimes is like, ah, oh, I've got to go do that again. And we do it whether you like it or not. Right, exactly. But if... <laughs> We do. <laughs> but it, it, it certainly helps us feel better about it when no, people absolutely. tell us, hey man, we love what you're doing and, and we appreciate it. So um I you know, keep it coming. Yeah. Throw them in there. Um some instant um kind of feedback. Um last week in the podcast, um we had Eric on the show and we were talking about his rock slide engineering um, yeah. um step slides, which, which are Friggin' awesome. They're amazing. <laughs> um, so Rockslide Engineering caught on to that. I think they, they, they listened yeah. for the show. I think a little birdie um, may have told, may them, have told them that <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about them. Um, but they reached out and they put together a nice little clip from the show and have been posting it all week and doing some pretty awesome stuff with us. And, you know, those are amazing products. And just to watch... And I, I can't say they are, it again. They, they, it is a, it is a quality product. Oh my God. And you know, oh. you know and, and Eric, it's a cool, I, so I really didn't know the company that well. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I liked Eric and, and I just, it was something that wasn't on my radar, but I did some research and the owner is such a cool guy. Yeah. Uh, you know, he lives the life. Um, and you know, the, the, the video is, it, it, it's cool. It is The cool. only thing I'm upset about is they, they, they edited out the part where, Billy gave me the finger, and I, I think they should just left that in. Wait, what? <laughs> right, they, they should have. I, as a company, I can understand why they didn't. I guess so. Um, but they were just out at um, uh, was it Winter Four by Four? Yeah, I think so. Um, out in out in Moab. Yep. Um, and so I, you know, I followed them and lived vicariously through them, and it was cool to see the Rockslide Engineering Jeeps out there, and yeah. Um, yeah, so that's it's, I got some badass jeeps, and yeah, they do. And and but you know, Eric's jeep is a badass jeep. The thing I take away from it is his cool steps that come down. Yeah, that it, it, that's really super cool. So, yeah. um, Brian, have you ever installed a set of those steps before or anything like that? No, no, I have not. Oh, okay, maybe but you should put that. I've on heard the, about them. Yeah, yeah, they are pretty cool. Put them on the list. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so I mean, they, they install just like any other slider. I think there's some electronics, obviously. That yeah, well, I was looking at. It. I think that, uh, I'm not going to say anything because I'm not 100 percent sure. Because I, when I was under Eric, it was like real quick. Because I didn't want him to see me under there. And, well, he uh, also has the the armor on it too. That well, it was hard to see. So it was yeah. hard so it to see, in, but I, they're, they're definitely internal... frame mounted. But I think they're also pinch weld mounted yep, too. Yes, yep. they are. So um, I, 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 they're pretty solid. Yep. I mean, yeah. You know. So my rock slides are pinch, pinch and frame. Right. And the all the good ones, right. all, all the good stuff is. So I would assume that right. there's mm-hmm. the same way. I'm pretty sure I saw it when I was under there and poking yep. around at Eric. Yeah. yeah. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. yeah I, I love those things. And, and, you know. And I, I'll say it again. I mean, I'm just floored at how smooth that works. I mean, Eric, <sighs> for all you guys who don't know Eric, Eric, that Jeep, first of all, you know, well, it, they were, Eric put them on, but, right. but he wheels it. I mean, he doesn't, this thing isn't like a showroom. They, they are right. abused. It's, they are. I mean, he lays he'll put this them thing, on a rock. Yeah. He does. He lays this thing on those all the time and, and you can see it. Like there's gouges missing out of them. Oh yeah. 
but they're not bent up. They're not beat up. And when you open the door, the damn things just glide right out, you know? Smooth. I yeah. mean, it's smooth like butter. I mean, when I had my motor home, that was a $100,000 motor home and the damn things didn't come out that smooth. The steps. No, you're not going to smash them up where they no. don't work. I, they're built they're built like a brick shit house and, and I mean, they're, they're not going they, anywhere. He, I've talked to him about it. Like, and when he's out west, they lay jeeps on them. They do it like intentionally. Five thousand yeah. pounds yeah. on one of them. Yeah, and then get off that rock. Yep. Open the door. Br- <laughs> brush the dirt off of them, and they go whoop. Yep. And don't worry about it, Melissa. You you don't have yeah, to worry no, about it absolutely. because these things are are bulletproof. I yep. mean, I would put them on par with like the Evo. Evo makes a wicked set of, of uh, rock sliders. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and and I would put them on par with yep. with the absolutely. Yeah, it's so I you mean, have it's to get awesome the armor and, though. They say I that would recommend you it. Yeah, need right. to get the armor yep. if you're going to wheel just just to protect the actual step because what happens is it's a quarter inch plate. Yeah, so the actual step sits in yep. a little bit more so they're not going to get hung up yep. or anything like that. So yep, yep. spend yep. a couple extra bucks. At that and point. it's and it, it, if you're if you're buying the system, it's not that much more to do. No, so yeah. definitely go ahead and throw down mm-hmm. on that. Um, speaking of cool things that people can do to their jeeps, we have. Um, if I'm going to move Brian out of the way for just a second, sitting on the table um, is a cool box and and packaging and yep. some products on the front. So um, since I'm regearing my jeep right now, I don't uh, like these. You, what? You don't like Yukon? No, I do like Yukon. It's uh, just a fact they're 373, not 410s. Uh, <laughs> well, I, okay, so I first of all, I had the rear you, set. Well, let's start this out. You've done a lot of thinking, research, right. what you want right. to do, yeah. planning out. Like, right. There is a whole logical thought right. process yeah. behind this. So for yeah. one, I had the 373 rear set. Right. And then this with the, um, this coupled with a 4 to 1 Rock uh, 241OR when I get it will... Right, actually, bring me lower than what your Jeep's at with the four eighty eight, two seventy two, and the thirty sevens, just because of that four to one. But I'll be able to retain my mileage because I do. I think when 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 these gears are finally in it, and I'm going to start driving it a lot more, parking a Honda a little more um, before gas prices go up and enjoy it. <laughs> um, but but uh, so anyway, we got a set of Yukon gears there. Um, those came from OK Four Wheel Drive, Mike Rauch. Um, I, I was there when you picked them up. Yep, absolutely. So Mike, <laughs> Mike turned me on to Yukon gears a while ago. I pretty much, me, I, all I'll use is Yukon or Mopar gears. Um, you know, I have not had luck with other stuff as much as I have Yukon. Um, I do like it and it's, you know, it's good stuff. And so what Yukon really does well is Yukon takes a look at factory stuff and they will copy it. And they do a good job at copying it. And then they'll improve on it. So, mm-hmm. like, their track lock rear, like, I have a factory Mopar track lock rear. They did was they copied that. And then what they did was they increased how well the limited slip worked. Because the factory track lock is known for slipping a lot. It doesn't, doesn't have a whole lot of bias. They've increased that. They increased the clutch size a little bit. They increased the spring pressure on them. Um, changed it around a little bit. And, and I've had them. They work really, really well. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I, like I said, I, the last couple rears that we've done, last dozen or so, we've used Yukon product. Interesting. Right. Yep. So, it, me, I'm the, I like the marketing side of things. And when I look at this box, it's not your normal, I mean, it's just a cardboard box, right, for the packaging, but it's, um, it's white. Bear on it. It's painted. It's got their logos on it on all sides. So, it, it actually looks really good. Yeah. And then when you pull it from an engineering standpoint. from an engineering standpoint, <laughs> actually this will be from a marketing standpoint, right? So when you look at um, when you look at this box, it's not just a, a cheap generic box with their name on it. No, um, they've spent some time and 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 that and I money. I think that reflects in the care yeah, that a company would have in their product. Um, so um, definitely, I like what I see from a marketing standpoint, and I actually unboxed these for Don earlier and the packaging inside they're, they're, they're packaged extremely well. Now, Neil, I, I disagree The the factory Mopar gears, if they're set up correctly, work really, really well. And the, the track locks 
don't break easily. What happens is they slip easily and they burn out. But there's right. a few tricks to tweak them so they don't slip that easy. Um, I'd rather have an Eaton. I'm sorry. I'd rather have a Yukon. But they're okay if you rebuild them and you do it right. Yeah. Um, you'll you know you can get some use out of them. Yeah. So these these are geared. Um, you know, a little bit, a little bit better than stock, right? With so this would be a factory tow package, or yeah. or a Rubicon. This or is a the, Rubicon. Yeah, if you have a Rubicon, uh, depending on the year, and if it was a manual or automatic, yep. it came with the three seventy threes. Yeah. So, so when I opened it up, I just looked at it and I went, "There's a ring," and there, <laughs> I, I, that's a lot of money for a ring, and right. Uh huh. So talk me through a little bit about what I'm seeing sitting in front of me. You have a very specifically case hardened. I mean, they're heavy. There's piece of metal yeah. that goes through different hardening phases. So, what they'll do first is they'll harden the actual product itself, like the entire material, yeah. and then from there they put it through a hardening process, which they use induction um, heat to yeah. actually case harden. Which case hardening is is hardening a specific amount of the material from the top surface into the metal. Okay. And what happens is that gives it the, um, the abuse strength. So when those two gears are meshing together, yep. it, um, it, they just hold up longer and it right. gives it a better surface to, uh, actually like work against. So the teeth aren't grinding into it. They're right. They're just not wearing away. They're right. work, they're working in constant. All right. The time. I, so I, and ultimately if you're not aware of what they do is, you know, your dry shaft coming out of your, your trans transfer case is turning, um, you know, one direction. Yeah. Uh, it turns basically in a direction to the side of the vehicle. And then you've got to turn that 90 degrees to get the wheels to turn. And that's what your ring and pinion does. Right. And it's funny when you open this up tonight, you said, oh my God, is this all that turns at? <laughs> right. Yeah. And, and that's, that's why, number one, you want quality like Yukon. Yeah. Okay. And especially yeah. this is a 30 on a Jeep. Now this will be a light build. I mean, that was the whole idea behind this. The one that's in, how, that's what, eight and. This is an eight and a quarter. Eight and a quarter. Yep. Yeah. So the ones in the buggy are 10 and a quarter. Okay. So right. they're much yeah, bigger. Right. The actual like gear width is probably about like that thick. Well, <clears throat> gear width will also change with your ratio. Ratio, like, right? Three seventy three in the front of a Dana is actually a little bit of a thinner gear, mm -hmm. and a carrier you have to replace. There's a carrier brake at three twenty one, right. so you've got to replace the carrier with it. But um, yeah, it, I mean, it's specifically engineered to to take those loads. I mean, you yep. can see the curves in the teeth. You can mm -hmm. see. When we set this up, how they're, cut. Of, how they're cut, we worry yeah. about pinion depth, backlash for cooling. Yep. There's a lot that goes into these, and, and you really do want a good company. And, I mean, UConn is tried and true. Yep. Um, they have very good um, precision quality uh, practices that are yep. very important when you right. start doing this case hardening process. Yep. Because it's, it's a split second of, like, okay, you only harden it like this much, which is like a millimeter, yeah. or you harden five millimeters of that. Well, and, and if and you over so te harden, and temperature has a lot to do too when you're case hardening. It's yep. very similar to like when you're welding trusses onto an axle. You yep. have to heat the, the, the case assembly to a certain temperature. Otherwise and, it becomes brittle after it cools down. Well, and, the and weld actually and, won't penetrate and it's because of the similar metal okay. yep. when you do trusses. Um, okay. you know, but, but yeah, it's, um, UConn, I mean, if you look, I mean... It's down to a science. Like, yeah, they got it. Yeah. It's it's tried, true, proven, like... Everybody's yeah. using them right now. Right. Nobody's... You don't see a whole lot of them breaking. Um, you know, I, I like the company. So, um, most important part for me is uh, I... I had a problem with the one that I put in, the, the limited slip that I put mm -hmm. in my um, uh, black JK. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I called them up. Um, basically what I had was some clutch chatter issues and I soaked clutches, you know, before putting it in. And, um, the guy on the phone was great. You know, a lot of times some people you get customer service, there's a, there's a big ego there and you or they're know, not technically trained or they're not technically or... trained. This guy walked me through what the issue was, which was no design fault. It was actually because of the strength of the springs that I ordered it with. Walk me through the process to get it to break in quicker, so the clutch chatter go away quicker, quicker, and I didn't have to worry about it. 
Yeah. But it was, I mean, just add an extra, uh, um, you had to drain fluid out, put fluid back in without the gear, without the limited slip additive, put two tubes of additive in it. Uh, and I had to use a specific additive that he told me to use. Right. And it was as good as gold. Mm. So, I mean, customer service at Yukon has always been, you know, in the, in the back of my mind, another reason why I buy That's it. Awesome. Yeah. You know, That's Mike, good to hear. Like I said, when I call for gears, Mike, Mike Rowley. Part of what I like about OK is I don't have to ask what's good or do my research. They do it. They, they've already right. done it, right? Listen, Don, this yeah. is what you want, you know, and, and <laughs> right, um, right, right. you know, sometimes I ask them why so I can learn, but you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah sure. Yeah. Uh, and they're good people too. Absolutely. Uh, absolutely. So we, we, we've gone on. We love the UConn. Um, I, I now look at these and I don't know what they do, but I, I feel like I have to do them in they my Jeep at some point. Well, these may end up in your Jeep, so. All right. Yeah, at some they're point, good yeah. stuff. All right. Yeah. Keep, Take care of them. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh, thanks for thanks for bringing those in, and I can't wait to yeah to take a ride Me in too. the I know in I'm the excited. machine with it. Transfers power in a perpendicular manner. Oh, oh that's good. Whoa! And from an engineering standpoint, that's exactly <laughs> what it does. <laughs> um, that's why I have these guys here because they're. They know what's going on. And speaking of who oh, knows, John, John it, it adds, it, I definitely don't know what's going on. And it, and it adds gear reduction. Yeah. I like that. Transfers power in a perpendicular manner. Oh, man. Yeah, write that write that down. I, I just totally, that's locked in. <laughs> yeah, it's locked in. <laughs> I love it. And, and, and the guy that's going to transfer power in a perpendicular manner for us is Brian. We kept you on, on hold for a <laughs> long time. Yeah. Um, you know, tell us a little bit about your background and then we'll we're going to get into some i think some meat and potatoes i think right? yeah yeah all right i heard you had a terrible teacher at yeah. one time oh yeah. here we go <laughs> yeah, through, yeah through, he, uh, he sucks oh, he was a good teacher he was never sober <laughs> beat us. he was never there yeah. <laughs> so i've been four-wheeling for about let's see 15 years i've been working at sand since 2005 um yeah my stepdad is mike from okay four-wheel drive if you know who that is i've wheeled from pennsylvania to california oh wow okay you, you, yeah you, you were, i haven't done that i've done that yeah. Yeah. But you were just out into, K, uh, you were out of koh weren't you yeah we played uh koh two times actually oh. tell everybody who 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 you were with so we were with uh chad owens of owens racing he's out of coopersburg pennsylvania yep um, he finished the top 20. Wow. Actually, sorry. He finished 21st out of 110 people that started the race. Yeah. To, and, fin- uh, to finish K-O-H, is a big deal. Yeah, That's yeah. a big with deal. A, with a big feat. Yeah. Yes. And then to, to be in a, a decent number and a decent ranking. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Yes. And the other team we actually went with, they won. They won the race. Big B Motorsport. Oh, wow. The other team that we go with. That's awesome. And that was Chad with, um, well, that was Josh Blyler jo- and that's his father, it. Rusty. That's it. Yeah. Rusty Blyler. They, uh, they own Big B Manufacturing. Yes. Yeah. And they, uh, took it all uh, last year. Yes. Last year. It was what, awesome. What was it like out there? Dusty. Dusty. <laughs> <laughs> Dusty and cold. Uh, as soon as that sun went down, you yeah. were in big overalls and Carhartt. It's cold. No kidding. Yeah. Nope. Uh. No, what? in the middle of the desert. Yeah, we, I I went to grad school in 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 Albuquerque, and and the, during the day it can be eighty degrees to a hundred degrees, and then at night sixty and below. Wow, the change can be forty to that's crazy sixty degrees. Yeah, it's crazy. It's like PA in late October. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I you got, a, you got three seasons to dress for <laughs> <you know? laughs> in the same day. Yeah, in the same day. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. So, were you doing um, you know, engineering stuff? Were you mechanic stuff uh, out there mechanic or? stuff uh pit crew for the owens racing team um we did a hundred mile pre-run in my side by side so that's oh, wow. pretty cool that's, awesome. that's definitely uh it, definitely an experience especially going across the dry lake bed at full speed that's oh, cool. yeah. interesting so that's 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 been your latest thing has been the side by side right you're racing those yeah nice. been in the side by sides for about five or six years now nice still in the jeep yeah. And you have one. you yeah. Tell us about yours. So I have a 1980 CJ7 that's restored on 35 inch tires. I'm in the process of putting a motor in it right now. For the past three years. 
<laughs> so it's a project. What what um, what engine are you gonna put in it? Three sixty. Nice. Three sixty with a built automatic. Nice. Uh four to one transfer case with four fifty six gears. Nice. Yeah, buddy. So, yeah, that'll crawl. Mm-hmm. It, it's so it's so weird to me, to, and we talked about this actually yesterday. You know, seeing a CJ with with thirty five, thirty seven, it looks huge. I know. I mean, yeah, it looks it looks huge on there. Uh, I can't even imagine. I would need a ladder to, yeah. to climb in. What what kind of what kind of lift does does it take to to have that kind of tires on on that vehicle? A uh, combination. <laughs> yeah, you're looking at three inch three inch springs, some homemade shackles, a little bit of a body lift. Um, TJ flares on it, you know, it had to do some work though. It's get it up that high. Yeah. 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 That's cool. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Cool. That's awesome. All right. So what, what, uh, what have you been doing at the dealership? I mean, you guys over there were doing some, some cool builds. We were, uh, we were until this stuff happened. Mm-hmm. Um, we kind of slowed down with doing any of that kind of stuff right now. Right. Right. Well, that's kind of the, um, I guess the, the, the big thing now is dealerships are starting to do more and more of the customization. customization. Yeah, yeah. They're actually selling it off the showroom floor kind of with, with customized parts, right? right? Yeah. So you yeah, do quite a bit of that stuff? Yeah, we've been doing a bunch of that stuff because the customer, when they buy a vehicle, if anybody didn't know, I'll go into that a little bit, you can wrap your accessories into your warranty so you get like 336 out of them. Nice. With the lift, wheels, you know, you get that all covered under the warranty if you buy it at the date of the purchase. Right. Nice. Now, does so, that have to be Mopar accessories? Does it have to be, can you use? Yes. It does. It has okay. to be Mopar accessories, yep. Yeah, or, or there, Mopar generated like Fox that are built for the the Mopar, correct. the shocks correct. that are built yes. for Mopar, right? Correct. Nice. Um, you, what was the last, didn't you just do a JT over there? Oh. We still have a JT there. Yes, we still have it. We have a uh, granite sport edition on 35's JT. Nice. Nice. Brian yeah. teases me. So, like, every time he builds one of these, he's like, hey, check this out. Hey, look at this one. I'm like, well, let's stop, man. Well, when you, I can't afford this. <laughs> when are you going to walk over there and buy one? Yeah, no, nah, I, I would love to. I would love to, but I just, yeah. Wallet's not thick enough right now. <laughs> My, when is it ever? <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> Mine's so thin it's inverted. <laughs> um, and that, that's cool. I, I know that. Um, I mean, Jeep's doing. This past year has been kind of a big from an announcement standpoint with with Jeeps. Um, you mean the eighty thousand uh, dollar three ninety two three ninety two the four by e yeah. The you know the JT just new stuff new accessories they're they're also going to be possibly opening a cust a full custom uh, Jeep shop that's going to be only like aftermarket support oh right and that's going to be in Ohio it's right it's going to be yeah. in Ohio so you can yeah. order a fully customized Jeep from the factory and it shows up and you turn key for whatever you want. Oh. They do, they're going to go from axles all the way down to vinyl wrapping to everything. Right. Uh, it's awesome. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm awesome. the, the 392 that w- tell me a little bit about that in that engine. That's, I mean, that's pretty awesome. I mean, that's the same motor that's in the RT scat pack chargers challengers. Uh, that's going to be a pretty impressive motor in that car. Um, if you go to the dealer now and actually look at the Mojave, they have the modifications already needed to fit that motor in there. Taller wow. hood, oh, taller really? cowl. Yeah, the Mojave Wrangler or JT, sorry, has the higher hood cowl. Like it's all set up, ready to go already. That's probably going to end up getting that down the road. Probably, yeah. yeah. To clear the to clear the engine and all yeah. that kind of stuff. Yeah, that's cool. That'd yeah. be a pretty cool truck. Yeah, I, I'd be into spending your money on that. Yeah, thanks, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> At least you're not spending money. The heck with my kids right. going to college. Let's <laughs> let's buy let's buy a let's buy a three ninety two Jeep their own something. College. <laughs> yeah, I mean, come on, Dad's got to live too. Yeah, yeah right. Exactly. Um, exactly. Yeah. Go ahead. Ask some more questions. I've... So uh, you know the the three ninety two, um, and I, I, this wasn't the topic of the original conversation, but while we're <laughs> on it, I mean, 
is it that is, are they running a two forty one transfer case and is it the nag transmission and and I understand I think it's different rears they're forty fours but I think they're beefed up forty fours third gen forty fours yeah. or f- they're I think they're corporate axles actually oh are they front really and, front and rear yeah and they'll be running the eight HP seventy eight speed transmission behind it okay is that so that's the n- two go ahead so the Mojave has has the stock transfer case ratio with the Rubicon case housing. If you understand what I'm getting at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's yeah. the same yeah. gear ratio, but it has a... The, the bigger case. The wider chain and bigger right. case. Right. Correct. Right. Okay, yeah. Huh. So they probably didn't do that. I'm assuming they didn't do the four to one because it was not duty rated for, you know, you with just, all the torque multiplication, you'd tear stuff up. You probably couldn't get a drive shaft to handle that. Yeah. Reasonably. Yeah. Huh. Just interesting. Yeah. <laughs> you ever see what a drive shaft looks like when it's twisted <laughs> into a pretzel? I'm sure, Billy does. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've done it. Yep. They're also coming out with all-wheel drive option too for the Wrangler for this year. Wow. Oh, I, I saw that. Any of well, you guys... They have a full-time four-wheel drive, right? Like in the Sahara, can't you get the? It's got like yeah. A... They kind of just briefed us on it so far this year. Right. I'm not too sure on how it works yet. Huh. They, all, I, all I heard was more shit that could break. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I heard, I heard about the, there, there's three major all wheel drive systems like there. And one of them they're going to use in the, the grand Cherokee's coming out with some crazy stuff. Yeah. Um, the new, they got a new third row grand Cherokee coming out and it's going to have the quadra drive one quadra drive two. And then they've got some kind of crazy four wheel drive system that can do like, all kinds of crazy stuff, like pick an individual wheel to put power to. I thought I read somewhere or heard somewhere that they are going to be able to adjust tire pressures remotely. What? I don't know. <laughs> I want it. We're spending but more money. Now, now, hold on, hold on. My, my, my source for this wasn't very good. You were right. in the car when we were. <laughs> that's, that's true. That is that. not a great source. Now, <laughs> um, so all-time four-wheel drive like that is perfect for highway driving and condition driving. Right. Is is that something you would want to take off-road? Would you want it? I mean, other than maybe um, fire tracks or something like that? Hmm. What do you think, Brian? Personally, I still like a selectable transfer case. Yeah. I think most you know, people you want, do. You want that four low. Yeah. 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 Well, I, I think this, this new one, they said you was can able to select, select and no, it does it automatically selects <sighs> one to use four low and can do front digs up. like on its own. Sign me what? up. Yeah. I'm not kidding you. Take they, me it'll out of the turn, equation. It'll put a hundred percent to the front wheels. What are you smoking? And Dude. please pass it over here. <laughs> <laughs> Just Sonny, not in the Wrangler, but in no, the but like Grand a, Cherokee. Why do you need right. to do a front dig in a Grand Cherokee? <laughs> well, <laughs> listen, my listen, I didn't mean a front dig. Like I was just, that was what I'm saying. But like, there are times when you'd maybe want to transfer 100% of the power to the front. You know what I mean? Depending on road conditions. Yeah. yeah. Go get so, back in your Honda. <laughs> I mean, they, they kind of have somewhat of that system now already with the Quadra Drive 2 in right. the big body transfer case. Or in the big body Grand Cherokee, sorry. And um, sort of selects what wheel it wants on its own when you put it in mud or rock mode. The so I've driven older Quadra Drive twos, and I will tell you this: in snow on the road, snow and ice for your average yeah. driver, they're probably one of the best all-wheel drive systems I've ever driven. I've hit, I've had two wheels on ice at fifty-five miles an hour, where you would have you know snow on the other half or gravel on the yeah. other half, and they, they go straight. They're amazing. Yeah. Quadra Drive two has been around and just being, it's just it gets updated and refreshed and just keeps getting better and better and better. You know, does it make a wonderful all-wheel drive? Well, I'll tell you this: the track, the Trailhawks have them. Yeah, the and that they've run those through the Rubicon. I was going to say that's an I'll, electronically controlled four-wheel drive system, yeah. correct? Yeah, yeah. So that's well, how it, well, well, it applies brake pressure, and, and it's got a clutch in the it's in, got a clutch in the transfer case. Okay, and, yeah, I believe right, Brian. The new ones have the clutch in the yeah. transfer. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, um, I, I've been super impressed. I've watched some of those Trailhawk videos where they, they've taken them through the Rubicon. And I'm like, the only thing those things really need is a little more clearance. 
and they're super off-road capable. I'm going to hit the plus four inches and just put 33s <laughs> on it. <laughs> that, that's what it's missing. It, it needs a, a button that, yeah. or, or it a sensor does. that it, says, it, it literally lifts, I need to lift it up. Air, it does, though. It's got an air ride, and it'll, oh. I think it goes, it's got a total range of like five inches. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, so. So Brian, what about the 4XE? That's what ultimately what we wanted to talk about tonight. Yeah. And that's, we've had a lot of questions about that. And, and ultimately like, you know, my, my wife wants a new Wrangler and we're kind of holding out for this because we know, or at least we all think gas prices are going to go back up. Uh, maybe not that a 450 a gallon they were at what one time, you know, back in 2007, eight, nine. But, um, I, I I don't think it's going to be too long before we th- see $3 a gallon again. Um, you know, the other part of this for me is like, I'm kind of excited about it because I, I really like my cars and you know, I do, I do like horsepower, but I also, when we went through the recession the last time around, I did a lot of research and, and I came across some really scary stuff. Um, one of them was, you know, we're, we were at peak oil at that point, meaning that we were, we were using more oil than we were pulling and re- pulling out of the ground and refining, right. which is kind of scary when you think about it. We can add some more refineries. We can add some more, you know, we can drill more, but at the rate we were using, and this came from a engineering firm that was hired by a lot of large... From an engineering standpoint. Yeah. <laughs> Um, from that was hired by a lot of the large conglomerates, um, you know, to, to kind of get an idea of where we were with oil, the number was sort of scary and, and there's a lot of variables that go into it, but at, if we continue to, to, to put as many cars on the road as we do and drive the miles we do, um, and cafe didn't, you know, the corporate averages didn't change much. The easy to get to oil 35 to a hundred years. Mm-hmm. 35 isn't the end of our lifetime and 100 right. years puts our kids at the tail end of it. Yep. That's kind of scary because yep. we're, you know, this whole world's running on $10 a gallon for gas. Well, yeah. when, that's when, what it means when it runs out. So yep. when you get to that point, what it means is you're going to have, um, you're going to have large countries going after small countries, a lot of unnecessary war, things like that. So yep. it's time to make some changes. We, we need to change our thinking and bring in other technologies. Right. The 392 is awesome. And if I could afford multiple Jeeps, there would be Heck one yeah. parked in my garage and the occasional Saturday and Sundays, it would be out front throwing knobs off the tires and going up the AOA. At Weiss's parking lot. But yeah, <laughs> but I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to drive that every day, which kind of sucks because that's the boat I'm in now. You know, the, yeah. the, the, the MPGs aren't great on my Jeep. Um, and so not I drive terrible. the Honda and the Honda's look, it's the Honda. I, I like the car, but it's not as fun as the Jeep. No. So, but we have a fix for that or XD. Yeah. So, you know, Brian, tell us a little bit about it. So in 2021, Jeep has announced that they're going to go to a 4xe Wrangler, which is a plug-in hybrid, um, with Sign a range of about 400 miles in hybrid mode and about 50 MPGe, which is electric only, on a full charge. It's running a two-liter turbo engine, which I think is Chrysler's new engine. That's Right. Gonna hit the market, that's yeah. gonna take off. Right. Yep. So um did that this this technology, um well let's let's go back a track a little bit. When you say four hundred miles, that's not just electric, right? Like that's that's both. That's gas and electric operation with uh regenerative braking also. So when the vehicle's braking, it actually can charge the batteries also. Nice. Nice, which is pretty neat. It's it's so instead of losing that energy, we're recouping that energy because when you break, you get a lot of heat. That's, yeah, that's lost energy. So we're recouping it back into the system, the power system. You know, to, to well, it uses a clutch system that reg- that puts the power back through the electric motor. So any yeah. motor, electric motor that you can also be a generator can be a generator. Yeah. You yeah. just spin it, and right. it will generate electricity. Right. So that's what they do, basically. Yeah. Sign me up. Right. Sign me up. Because they, they took the starter. Actually, they put there's two starters on this vehicle. It's pretty interesting. They actually used one of the transmission clutches to start the vehicle below 14 degrees. I thought that was pretty interesting. Wow. Yeah. How does that work? Huh. 
magic. <laughs> <laughs> corporate. So, that's a corporate secret. <laughs> yeah. Brian, are you saying so when you like you would start out in a hybrid mode, which is so like, you know, I'm just think I'm just trying to get an idea of what you're saying here. Um, you would start out and the electric motor would start to propel you forward. And then as it you build a little bit of speed, it would use the transmission almost like a first gear and pop in a clutch. Right. Kind of. Uh, sort of. I mean, the, the vehicle, it'll run on the electric motor. And then when it wants more power, it can kick in the gas engine on and off. Okay. It doesn't use torque converters. It doesn't use a torque converter, if anybody knows what that is. Yeah, no kidding. It uses, wow. Yeah, it doesn't have a torque converter. It has that starter generator in that position. Oh, hmm. So it, no matter what, you're always going to start kind of like a Prius. You're always going to start an electric, you're start and, an electric then, mo- yep. and then flip over to... But that has instant torque. That right. does have instant torque, yeah. Right? Correct. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Which sign me up for that that electric? <laughs> I, I'm I'm all for this. I'm I'm a poor I'm a poor guy that wants that electric life, but I also want that Jeep life. So I want the combination of the two. Give it two or three years. Yeah. Well, let, of course, let the technology. I have to save up out. money for that. Right. But, well, the, so interesting thing though, this isn't new technology. For no, Chrysler, it's not. Brian, no. Right. This we've been it, using it in the Pacifica. The Chrysler Pacifica has been using this same one for about two years now. And and I I just read some stuff. I mean, they're doing all right, right? They're people yeah, like them. we, yeah, people love them. Yeah. So the Vangler, as some somebody said earlier, the Vangler, <laughs> yeah, yeah, is 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 real. Hey, but, I would buy that Vangler, dude. I'm telling you, I think it's cool. cool. I, I we're s- all we're totally did, off. Topic. Did you see it? that, Brian? The the like rendering of that van Wrangler oh. combo. <laughs> yeah, I, I would buy I one. Would you? Do I. It's like yeah. a forward control. Yeah. You know, I, I, I want to live out of that thing. Boys. I want to live. Boys, back on topic. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Squirrel. It's amazing So Don is bringing us Yeah, how about it? <laughs> so, because uh, I <coughs> snorted my riddle in tonight. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, tell me, like, there's, there's three modes to this. We were talking a little bit earlier, Brian and I. I think you said there's three modes to it. What are the, the modes? And explain what each so, one does. So, we have... Regular hybrid mode, which is both electric and gas combination. And then you have full electric, which is just battery operated for around town. You know, you get about 50 miles around town, just full electric. And then you have your gas engine only on regenerative braking. Right. So So you you just run it off, like run it like a regular gas engine. Nice. Now, is that selective or is that computer generated? Yeah, that is selective. Oh, okay. That's pretty cool. Too. So the, the user can actually yeah. control which, which yeah. mode. Cause I mean, so if you're doing city driving, like it makes sense just to be an electric, Absolutely. you know what I mean? Absolutely. And, then, and then you got to do a, you're driving to the off-road park, throw in a hybrid, you know, and, yeah. and, uh, it'll charge that battery most likely till you're there or when you're on the highway, throw it in gas mode. Cause it's more efficient than the electric motor in the highway. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty cool. All right. When I'm on, um, you know, Whiskey Ridge. Which mode do I want to switch it into? Hybrid. I'm going to refer to I'm going to refer to Brian on this one. Gas mode and just put the pedal down. <laughs> <laughs> Smash that yeah. loud pedal. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, yeah. So um, the other thing I like the hybrid concept. Um, don't think you're going to charge it really fast because it takes about twelve to fifteen hours to charge it on the slow charger. Okay. You know, your regular 110 house charger, it's about 12 to 15 hours. Hmm. Yeah, and they make level two chargers that, like we have at the dealership. That part gets expensive. Does it? What Do you have an idea off the top of your... I, I don't, but I know we had to have electricians come in and run all new power wire for it. Oh, stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. I know the Tesla charger is somewhere around like 2500 bucks just for like the box. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and then you have to have an electrician. And then you got to have an electrician come in, put 220 yeah. volts I was going to say, it's 220, right? Yeah, yeah, they're all usually 220. And sometimes it might even work off like a three-phase. Well, see, then that's what I heard about the, the Teslas. I heard that they work only on three-phase, and in some cases, when they're not three-phase, you have to buy an additional box to clean up your electricity, which is like another $1,500. So they so, would use a yeah. giant 
giant ass capa- uh, capacitor that you would store energy in. Yeah, so yeah. whenever your voltage dropped or right, whatever yeah. current it dropped, you can it. equalize it over time. And from an engineering standpoint, yeah. Uh, so what um, what's different about this Jeep? Like, what did they have to do different, Brian, to get this thing to run in electricity? Besides the electric motor and you know the obvious. I know they they put the battery under the back seat. Uh, if you actually look at pictures online, they have a big plug on the driver's side that you plug the vehicle into or the charger yep. port into. Where the vent um, would be, where where the vent is, or is it on the cowl? It's on the cowl, actually. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of different things uh, mechanically. I mean, there's three cooling systems in this vehicle. Wow. Which is pretty impressive. Holds up to like five gallons of coolant. Wow. So don't ever get a coolant leak. <laughs> wow. So what do they use all that for? I mean, did, so obviously they're cooling the, they're cool. They got a cool the regular the engine. Okay. The hot, the hybrid controller. Okay. And then they're cooling the battery pack. Wow. Mm. Also. Yeah. Cause anytime you're yep. using a battery. Yeah. They get, it's generating heat, heat right? Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. So the battery's inside. We don't have to worry about, you know, smashing it open on a rock and lighting half of AOA on fire. No. Um, so it is on inside the cabin then? Yes, right? it's under the back seat. Correct. Okay. Where's the electric motor at? Is that, um, that's on the side of the engine? The, yes. That is on the right front of the engine, right by the shock tower. Okay. So that's kind of up high and. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Do they say anything about like water intrusion? Uh, 30 inches of water fording it can do. Wow. So it's the same as a regular Rubicon. Yeah. I think that's what Correct. the numbers are. Nice. Right. But so it it's without, without lifting or adding right. big tires. Right. That's your that, standard. That hasn't yeah. changed. Yeah. That's awesome. Excellent. Nice deal. Oh, um, do they, you know, what, do they say what packages they're going to offer this in? Like, is it um, just sport? It's going to start in a Rubicon based package. Right. Where they normally start, and then they'll go from there, depending on probably sales. Right. Um, mm-hmm. You get you get some cool blue stitching in your interior with it. Cool. <laughs> it is. I seen how, I seen the pictures. It is kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, so you you but you, can you have you can have your exterior color any color. It doesn't have to be that silver correct. blue, right? C- correct. All right. As of right now, as, as of what they have announced, you can get any color. Um. So far, of what I've seen, though, you can only get it in silver. I don't know more than that. What did they? Did they? You, you have any idea on what the cost will be for one? They were ranging like a mid-level Rubicon to start, so fifty-four. I'm guessing around. I right. started. Yeah, and yeah. I don't think that's unreasonable either. Absolutely like, not. No, no, I mean you're spending for uh, if you look for an electric car anymore, you're spending right. thirty thousand. You know, Easy. for a full e car and yeah. for a hybrid, you're spending for a good hybrid, you're spending thirty. So, so I did make a mistake. They did start at a Sahara model at forty seven nine. Oh, okay, that was nice. my fault. So you can they upgrade the Sahara that. to yeah. it. Yep. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Um, so we have a couple of questions before we um, do any more. Can you trust a hybrid in the middle of Moab? Doubt they won't be putting charging stations out there. So it can be a gas only. I mean, you're you're going to be able to use. So you'd actually four hundred miles. You can, right? Yeah. You, you four hundred yeah. miles. You Moab is not yeah. four hundred miles. It's actually, that four hundred miles is greater than any other Wrangler they yeah, have. Yeah, it's right more now. than me on a full right. tank, right? right. So yep. right. It, it, you're going to be fine out there, right? Yes. I mean, like I said, if you're running into issues, just run in hybrid mode or full gas mode. I mean, yeah, yeah. And, and you're recharging thing. your battery anyway with because you're going to be using your brakes and stuff. You're not recharging it at a at a great rate. But right, you're, you're not you're not recharging it at like a charging level rate. I mean, right, you're charging it a little bit. Yeah, right, but right. not as you're not going to be driving around with your brakes on all day and <laughs> charging your battery. Awesome. Up. Trust me, Brian, you're going to get somebody that's going to come in with, with squeaky brakes. My brakes are gone at a thousand miles. Why? Well, you ride your brakes down the highway. Here's another question. And Matt, this is a great question. Two-door or four-door only? Ooh. As I see right now, it looks like four-door only. Um that's a lot of equipment to put in a two-door. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't think Agreed. they'd have a two-door option in that. <clears throat> well, I mean, it, it's just, it, let's look at it. 
Jeep sells 20 four doors to every one. I mean, I two don't door. know that exact I'm math. I'm surprised they kept you the two-door. You can't door. get a two-door. It's, That's it's, why they don't sell them. Right. I mean, it's you, because the ones that they make, they're already sold. Yeah. You just cannot right. find one. No, I'm it, surprised they're still building. I, I, I really can't, I can't People believe People love the two-door. The JLs seem a little more popular than the JKs. I'm seeing yeah. more JL two-doors, and I think they get a little bit longer. Two-door JK kind of looks funky. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I like a two-door. I almost bought a two-door. Um, I like them too, but they look square. I don't know. So I, I know Matt is wondering if he can upgrade his YJ um, to to the 4 by e so can can you can he pull his Randy. YJ into the dealership Sorry, and, yeah. and 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 do that, Brian? Uh, sure, we can do anything uh, as long as somebody wants <laughs> is, to pay for it. Is willing to pay? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, I love it. I love it. Um, I I'm I'm intrigued. I I wouldn't trade my Jeep for anything except for another Jeep that's better than my right. Jeep. And that's kind of the way I'm looking at this. I would love to have an electric car, but fuck that. I want my Jeep. And if my Jeep can be electric or hybrid or, you know. So I think, I, would... I think this is going to be the answer for us too in my household. So yeah. we were kind of shopping around. And then as the news started coming out with the 4XDs, we stopped shopping. Yeah. And we're going to hold out. We're going to give it a, you know, a year or two because now we're in a higher price point than we were going to be with, with just the regular JL. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I think we're going to do a Rubicon, you know, I found an LS. I told you I have one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, an, L- an LS in the four by E. What do you, <laughs> I, I, I think Brian and I are more on the same level of just smash the loud pedal. Smash and, the loud pedal yeah, and right. done with it. Now I, I, you know, I think that's going to be an answer for us and I think it'll be our family vehicle that we can drive mm. right now. Yeah. My Wrangler's a little, I mean, we drive a lot, so we do 50,000 miles a year. To do that on a Jeep where tires are $350 a piece yeah. and gas is, I mean, it's not horrible. It's at yeah. 17 right now. Right. Probably after the re-gear, it'll be around 15, 16, maybe 17 if I'm lucky. Um, you know, but that's a lot of money. And and her grand is decent, but it's not great. I mean, that's 21-ish. Yeah. Well, there's so, no Jeep product that's going to just get 45, 50 miles of a gallon like this, right? Well, I don't know if this would equate to 45. I think we talked to this before. It'll probably be when you run the numbers and it's funny thing about hybrid and electric, the way they rate them is like kind of goofy. And yeah, sure. We don't really look at an overall MPG, but I think if you did and you did the numbers, I think it's going to come out to about 30 miles of the gallon, which is a doable number, especially in an SUV. You know, that size and weight. So I'm going to be honest with you. I'd like to see like their towing numbers and actually get to drive one before a full, you know. Sure. So is there of... going to be a tow package available for the 4xE? I would assume so. As of right now, I don't really know. I mean, I, I'm pretty impressed. I don't know if any of you guys have driven the new two liter turbo engine in a four door Wrangler. Yeah, I um, agree. I agree 100%. I'm pretty impressed. I'm pretty impressed with that motor as as it sits. I mean, I lifted a 2020 Rubicon on 37s, and it drove amazing hmm. with that 2-liter yeah. turbo. Yeah, that, I heard that, too. I mean, there's, you can barely tell the difference between the 3.6 and that 2-liter. And, in fact, I think that 2-liter does more torque than the... Uh, it does. It yeah. does. Yeah. I mean, it's it's not a huge amount of difference no. um, numbers wise on paper. It's, right. it, it doesn't look like a huge difference, but I I think the the two point is the point, point one is point one. It, right. It, I think <laughs> it's the future. You know, it I and 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 it goes to that whole gas thing. It, at some point, we it, it is a finite resource, and it's non renewable. We can't renew that. Right. And and as soon as we as a society, as a world, kind of embrace that. And, and we're looking at those smaller, as you like to say, Coke bottle engines. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I like my 3.6, but if I had a choice, I would choose the 2.0 any day of the week. And then if I have another choice, we're, take money out of it. If, if money wasn't an <laughs> option. Are you hitting the Powerball tomorrow? I'm telling you. Well, Don is, and he's going to share. Oh, okay. I, mean, I told I, you. I've, I've I'm got in a text boy. that'll hold up in court. <laughs> <laughs> um, I played, I'm I didn't gonna, win. I'm going to take that hybrid 
over what I have right now. Yeah. I mean, I, I really yeah. am. I, it, 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 the 392 is awesome. I mean, but for me, that is a showpiece. It is. Right? It, it's somebody that collects cars. It's somebody that's into that power. Well, it's, that, a, it's a great weekend warrior. Right. You know, and that's what I was, I was having that conversation today. You know, I dig, I, I, I dig the idea that my Jeep's a weekend warrior. I mm-hmm. like driving it. And I am going to start driving it more when, when I get the projects done this winter. Right. Um, but I'll be totally honest with you. The idea of burning that car, even if I did have the money or the fuel didn't get that expensive, the idea of burning that resource bothers me. I have a lot of, you know, I've, I've got a lot of young children at home, you know, I, I don't want to leave them huge problems. Okay. So I'm not the one solely responsible for this, but I don't want to lay there one day thinking, man, you know, I could have made a little bit of a difference and drove that Honda Civic a little more. A little you know? more, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, it, just, just my thought process. But you know, I look, I look at that three ninety two. I look at it the same way that I look at the Chargers that are that are built out. That you know, the muscle cars. Yeah, those are those are not your daily drivers that you you not for most right? of us. For most mm. of us, that's not your your car you're going to use. But it certainly is fun to play with, right, right? Right. I I would rather have something that's fun to play with, right. And something that can right. be my daily driver. I, I'm not knocking people that do daily drive big jeeps. Or, no, or, no, not at all. You know, deal, I'm not knocking the guys that that do drive their Challengers every day, or yeah. their Mustangs or whatever. I mean, to each their own, and that's the beauty of this. Yeah. You know, this this world, this country, this. We all can have our own opinions and do our own things. But for me. I feel good about me. But when you're wrong, you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Dick. Sorry. <laughs> no, I, I get it. Like I, I mean, I, I was born and raised a motorhead. It's, it's, yeah. it's a tough battle within right. for me. But, sure. but at the same time, I don't know, man. Like I just can't. I, I can't bring myself to, to just. If I needed that Jeep every day, it'd be different. I yep. don't. Right. You know, if I needed a pickup truck, there are people out there. When I was turning wrenches. I needed a truck. I was constantly throwing transmissions in the back yeah. and engines in the yeah. back. And, and I needed that, yeah. you know, uh, if you're towing, you got a lot of stuff, you tow a lot of toys, you need it. I get it. Right. I understand it. But for a guy like me who doesn't, you know? Yeah. Well, man, Brian, I, I, I just want to say, I appreciate you coming on and kind of bringing a little insight into our world, um, and bringing your world into it. I know you, you turn wrenches for a living. That's, that's, that's fucking awesome. (laughs) You know, I, I, yeah, yeah. Some days it's good. Some days it's good. As as Don said, when you got to find that little wire in eight pounds of copper, eight pounds, 800 pounds. Okay. Um, you know, anytime you do something for a living, it, it becomes a job, but right. you know, it seems like you get to do it for fun too, going out King of Hammers and, and doing your own off-roading and your side-by-side work. So man, I appreciate you coming on and yeah, thanks for the Q and a Brian and showing Absolutely. your wisdom with us. Um, yep, no problem guys. I, I love it. And you know, it, it I, I think it, research research when you're going to buy a new Jeep, research what you want. If yeah. you want the 392, Make sure it works for you. Make sure yeah. it lives your life. If you want that four by E, make sure it fits your life. Yeah. And you know, have fun with it. I mean, and nothing's it, wrong with the plain old just Jeep. Right, that's what I got. Right. You know, well, we all have three six. Right, um, that's true. We, nothing we all wrong have with the, it. The, the the plain old Jeeps. Uh, so I love that. Um, you know, just live your life. Have fun. Research it. I love that we have more and more options. Yeah, as Jeep owners and 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 prospective Jeep purchasers. There's more options out there than there's ever been, and it's pretty awesome to have that. Ab- they they listened. I mean, so going back to the JK days, it was automatic or manual. Yep. You had one engine option, and you had a couple different packages to choose from. People said they wanted more options, so Jeep gave them more options. Yeah, yeah, yeah I love it. Yeah. Um, so this kind of brings us to the end of our show tonight, and as usual, I want people to know where they can find us. Well, Terry, I want everybody to head over yeah. to our link tree. Oh, yeah. Just go right to our link tree. Our link tree is actually located on our Instagram page. It's located on our Facebook page, even on our YouTube channel, too, which we nice. got our 
we got our giveaway going on right now. Yep. So 500 subscribers. We're going to give another uh, Jeep Life Podcast swag bag out. So make sure you head over to our link tree. It's under, in each one, it's under our little about page. Yeah. So click on it. You're, that is going to lead us to one site where you can access all of our other sites. So our website, Swag Store, YouTube, Instagram, Spotify, Pandora, like Everything. So it's awesome that you can just go find all of our links in one centralized area and it just makes it easier for everybody else. So make sure you go hit that like, subscribe, follow, um, whatever the kids do these days, you know, smash it, smash smash it. it, you know? Yeah. Um, we also have a new voicemail hotline. Yes. Um, so you can call and leave us a voicemail question. Maybe we'll play it on air. Maybe we won't. Maybe I like the way your voice sounds. Maybe I won't. Um, maybe you'll be a guest host. Maybe maybe you'll be a guest host. Who knows? 484-891-1172 is that number. 484-891-1172 for Bill, Don, Brian. This is Terry, and here's a big Jeep wave to you. Have a good night, everybody. See you soon. I gotta write that shit down.